welcome to Sudden Death. I am Cody Hoover, and along here with my partner, Tom Hoover, and we thank you for joining us um, So on our first episode in history. So, today, um, the, uh, well, the Cowboys held a press conference for their new coach, Mike McCarthy. Tom, what are your feelings on Mike McCarthy and how he will contribute to Dallas? Well, I think it's a low-risk hire, to be honest with you. Um, Granted, he has more of a pedigree than who they let go, um, but it's a safe choice. And I think given the uh, disappointment around the franchise at this time, um, they, they wanted to stay close to the vest as possible. So here, here we have it. So all that talent for Dallas, they just completely met, screwed it up. My theory is I, I think that Jerry Jones um, liked power more than winning because if he liked winning more than power – he likes to be in control, first of all. But if he liked winning more than anything in the world, like a mo uh, owner should, he would have gotten rid of Jason Garrett before the 2018 season. But he stuck with him for all these years. And look at all the failures. Had only two good seasons with Garrett as head coach. That's what, true. Do you think, do you think that Jer this is partially Jerry Jones's fault? Well, to your point, he should hire a real GM. But he wants to have that power. And he wanted a coach he, he could control. Up. He wants a coach he could control. But now um, there's a little more of a pedigree here with uh, McCarthy, so um, we'll have to see. We'll have to see how that plays out. But until until he steps back from football operations, unless the football people handle it, I think the Cowboy fans are in for the same kind of scenario that they've been used to. All right, so we move on. But as I close off that topic, I'd say that. Mike McCarthy, I th I believe that he's going to end Dallas's struggles. As much as I hate it, next year Dallas will be a Super Bowl contender. On to the Flyers and Capitals. This is a quick segment. Tom, do you think that Alex Ovechkin is going to, like, not like the last time, but do you think he's going to take all his anger out on Carter Hart tonight like he hasn't been doing since last year? Well, it's possible. Anytime he takes the ice uh, with, with this kind of uh, stake, uh, involved with these kinds of stakes, uh, he'll, he'll bring his A game. Um, so, yeah, it's just a, it's a matchup to keep an eye out on. Um, we remind you, the Flyers take on the Capitals at 7.30. Flyers have lost five straight. They are 20, well, 4-0-4-1, including the overtime loss last night to the Carolina Hurricanes. They lost 5-4. They went down in overtime. But I think that Carter Hart has been a part of this struggled, struggled off Flyers team because they cannot score any goals, and all these injuries have really hurt the Flyers here in 2019 through 20 season. All right, so three. Uh, do you think the, about the Sixers? So the Sixers have a. You can agree the Sixers had a roller coaster season so far in 2019 through 20, but. People say, oh, the bench, oh, that, oh, this, oh, the bench. I don't think it's the bench. I think it's Brett Brown. I mean, what is the reason for the This Sixers team had all this talent in the past three, four, three, three seasons, and they never got two seasons, actually, three seasons, actually. They never got far at all. Well, the NBA takes time. You need to keep your nucleus together. I think um, you have a problem with a shooting guard, or, I mean, a point guard, that won't take an outside shot, and there's some internal struggles He's there. He's afraid! I don't think he, I, whatever the reason, um, he refuses to, to, I don't know if it's a fear of failure, of being called down on social media, or 
lack of confidence. Simmons has made two threes this season. One against the Knicks and one against that blowout against the blowout against the Heat. Yeah, they're going to need some. They're going to need a perimeter guy in there uh, soon. Maybe at the trip before the trade deadline, they'll get a JJ Redick type of uh, Kyle Korver type. They of, really uh, need JJ Redick. They really miss JJ Redick. That organization needs him back. And I'm not saying they're going to get him back, but they really do yeah. because Josh Richardson, even though he's been playing up and down this season, I don't think. He's going to bring that same energy that he that JJ Redick brought to the team. Well, you got to this goes ultimately the team goes as far as the MB takes him. Well, let's be honest here. He's their marquee player. He's going to have to put them on on his back uh, as he near the playoffs and going into the playoffs. But if he can stay healthy, he I think he'll he's proven that over the past couple of seasons he's more dependable than not. So he has been he is tied for the NBA. And least amount of scoring points per game in the playoffs. I well, we'll fact check that. Uh, I'm not sure that's the case, but we'll see. I think uh, there's, the NBA is a very long season. You're going to have your ups and downs, but come playoff time, they should be clicking a little better, and Joel Embiid's going to be their ticket. He's the only one that doesn't contribute in the playoffs, but I think this year that's going to change. So this is going to be now we all love the Phillies. But do you think the Phillies need another arm before we conclude this offseason? I think they'll pick up uh, a kind of a veteran guy uh, around spring spring training. It's not going to be a, a pure difference maker. Not going to be like a Garrett Cole. No, you're not going to get another. I think they made their marquee moves uh, for, for this season, and then they'll just try to plug the gaps in based on who's available in spring training. That said, they should be sitting in a good position so, this year. I, mean, I have a said. message for Matt Clintac. Pay the damn tax, all right? Pay the damn tax. Get your arms. Stop spending your all your money on the giveaways and spend money on spend spending your money on giveaways is not smart. Make the fans happy by giving them away wins in a World Series win. Get more players. Get keep the giveaways back in the box. Pay the damn tax. Well, I hear you, but but he's proven that he's willing to they're willing to spend money through with. Bryce Harper, Zach Wheeler. They got the one year with Didi. They, we'll see how that they goes. Recently, t- 21 hours ago, well, yesterday, last night, they just had, signed second baseman Ronald Torres. Okay, I've not heard of Torres, but uh, again, these are small moves that they'll be making. I think they got their marquee, what they feel are their marquee guys. And they, they recently extended a Romuto, too. Well, they, they got the, one of the best hitting catchers in baseball. You got Reese Hoskins will bounce back. I think they're in for a big year, to be honest with you. And I think your uh, concerns will be alleviated once you see them take the field uh, for 2020. I've been having concerns since the last game of the season. Can't beat the stinking Marlins. I mean, there's well, a statement a over there. My friend. You're a pessimist. So, uh, you know, pessimism and sports, they kind of go hand in hand. I get it. But you have a lot to look forward to. Hey, yeah, this is the same person that picked the Eagles to go to the championship round in the playoffs. But anyway, but anyway I think that Zach Wheeler is a little bit underrated. Because he, but just because of what injuries, injuries he had in injuries, the past, yeah. I still think he's a superstar. Not super, superstar. Not superstar. Maybe not stuff. Nola level, but he's definitely like a younger Jake Arrieta. He's got superstar stuff, I'll tell you that. I mean, I was scared of him when he was a Mets pitcher. Anyway, probably the biggest topic going around the whole, whole table all week. So we've been talking about it since last game, Sunday. Clownies hit on Wentz. What are your feels on that? Do you think it was a cheap shot? It definitely led with his helmet, so thereby it's a cheap shot. 
and I think uh, even if they threw the flag, it wouldn't make a difference because the damage was done. So it, it comes back down to um, did they have the right quarter, backup quarterback in place? And he's facing uh, um, uh, I forget what it was. Uh, I think something in a fine. He'll look. He'll no, no, not fine. a fine. He's getting fined too. But he's fa- he did not. I forget what the injury was, but I just remembered he did not participate in pl- practice today. But Pete Carroll said he would be good for Sunday's matchup against the Green Bay Packers. Yeah, well, he'll be out there terrorizing Aaron Rodgers, I'm sure, but ultimately Carson Wentz needs to know that you, as much hard as you have, buddy, you got to just go down. Peterson's too damn soft. He needs to challenge those plays and get his 15 yards. Yeah, true. I mean, you can support the quarterback more, get behind him more instead of being passive. But And those safeties. Oh, oh God, uh, don't start. They're going to they're gonna t- take a – there won't be the same defensive backfield going into the next year. No way. Definitely. It's going to be a fun offseason, an active offseason for the Philadelphia Eagles. This is tough. We talk about Tom Brady. People say, definitely not going anywhere. He's definitely going somewhere. He's definitely retiring. But if Tom Brady leaves, what team could you see him on? I think I'd be looking at the Los Angeles Chargers as kind of a last stop for a Terrific Tom because they they have a lot of talent there. Uh, Philip Rivers is on the decline. He's probably he's probably out of town. And let's face it, Tom Brady probably will love the limelight of L.A. So uh, I would predict a, a, a final stop in Los Angeles, a playoff berth for the Chargers, and maybe a run to the championship game. I could see Tom Brady – on the Los, another Los Angeles team, the Los Angeles Rams. Because Jared Goff, you may think I'm crazy for it, and I may yeah, sound crazy. That is sounding crazy. But Jared, they, they, I know Jared Goff has been having great games, but he had his fair share of rough games this season. And he just cannot, you may say, oh yeah, Aaron Donald, Todd Gurley, Cooper Cup, um, what's his name, Woods. But you can't win. You know why you can't win? Stop making excuses for your quarterback because he's the reason you can't win. Okay. No matter his stats, he's the reason. He had a bad year, granted. Well, mediocre year for his team. He mediocre years. He even though they went to the Super Bowl he went last to the Super year. Super Bowl. Yeah, I but mean, he they went to the Super Bowl last year. He didn't have that good of a season either. Well, I think today's youth will need to understand that you can't you gotta have some patience. You can't have wins all the time. And it's a process. So some seasons are gonna be wonderful, some are gonna feel like a step back. But in no way, shape, or form are they going to give up on this bright young quarterback. I don't have. think they'll give up on him, especially Sean McVay. He will not give up on Goff. I don't blame him. But I don't blame him. I don't think I think Goff is going to be there for another six years, as much as Rams fans would hate it. So Goff is a problem, but they're looking at Goff's problems and blaming it on the other teams. Carson Wentz and the former uh, NFL quarterback Andrew Luck. Had excuses. Uh, had, um, did, had they were the only two quarterbacks that rarely had excuses for them. Everyone, every other quarterback in the league had excuses. Well, it's it's a year to year thing, and I would say look look at the scenario next year. Um, again, you're gonna it, the more you watch sports, the more you'll understand that uh, it, these these things. It's not a video game. You can't just keep winning, right? And, then, and there's gonna be ups and downs. I think golf. We'll keep an eye on it. That's all I can say. I, I think uh, the middle part of this year could be a fluke. When the 2016 draft came around, 
and they were going around drafting. I I said to um Tom in the 2016 draft, I said, Tom, you know this kid Goff from California? Or I think that's when to went to college. I forget, but uh, he's a bust. And he said, No, he's going the first pick to the Rams, and he did. And I think he's still a bust. He went Average to a Super Bowl, buddy. He went to a Super Bowl. He went Bowl. to a Super Bowl. All right, he went to a Super Bowl, but. He didn't carry the team to the Super Bowl. Todd Gurley did. And Aaron Donald in the Rams defense. Well, I think you'll have some Rams fans who are going to be a little disappointed in, in those comments. But let's see what happens next year. Right? Let's, let's see what I'm leaving, next year. I, I'm le- leaving this topic off on Jared Goff is a bust. No matter how wow. his stats wow. look, I can't believe what he I'm is a bust. I mean, there's plenty of other legitimate busts out there. This guy's Stop making some excuses. Numbers. I'm not. He's, look at the stats. You got to look at the stats. I look at the stats. What did he get? 25, 20, 25 touchdowns this year, 16 interceptions. Down here. That's green. Down here. Last year, he got 31 touchdown passes and I think 14 interceptions. It's an excellent year. But excellent. This is still, too many, still too many interceptions, but I'll take that if you're going to get me to the Super Bowl. Super, he didn't take them to the Super Bowl. Gurley did. It was part of the uh, dynamic that got him there. You can't de- you can't deny that. And who won the Super Bowl that year? The Patriots or the well, Rams? The, I think the Patriots did. The Super Bowl is designed for teams like the Patriots to win. Let, let's face it. Uh, yeah, um, Belichick, mastermind. But they're they're breaking the gang up over there. Uh, I, I want to see uh, you know that AFC East uh, some co- competition somewhere in that AFC East because it's been twenty years. Of dominance, and yeah, no one has stepped up. Yeah, the Jets haven't won in a while. No one has stepped up. The there. Bills, well, they almost they could have won this year, but they got eliminated. Oh, that was a horrible game. It's the AFC East gets tired. It's a tiring division, even though this is a very tiring. They're division. tired before the season starts because the it, everyone knows the Patriots are going to. I'm not saying they do cheat, but I think they do cheat. Cheat their way to victory. I think they look for the advantage and they exploit the advantage, whether it's legal or not. Earlier in the year, Belichick sent his sons out to spy on the Buffalo Bills I saw practice. That. I saw that. And let's hope the sons have more personality than the head coach. Rude, too. Rude to the to reporters. Anyway, we move topics. We have to Jeffrey's future as an eagle. Alshon Jeffrey, the receiver, had two down years in a row after that year. Here's my theory. Remember that Super Bowl year? He was really good. And then he was hiding a foot injury. He had to get surgery. And then the very next year, he was not the same. Same with this year. People are saying, oh, he's getting older. He's really not old. 29 is not old. But he's injured. He's playing injured. That ankle injury did something to him. So that's why I'm saying... He's so good. He just needs to get back on track and take rehab time. He jumped right back into the game after the injury. That's true, but uh, we'll have to see if the. I don't think there's any way to trade him given what he's owed, but we'll see. Uh, there can be a way to trade him. I think uh, if he's a problem in the locker room again this year, um, then, then you have to worry about You have to consider eating the costs. At they that can't time. cut him either. That's a problem. They can't cut him either. Yeah, I mean, they're in a pickle. Uh, they got to keep them. But maybe they could, uh, I don't know, it's tough to move a contract like that in the NFL. But, again, if he poisons the locker room and the potential of the Eagles in 2020, I would eat the money. I would, I would let go of them. Yeah, you don't, in football, money's important, money is important. You need money to help your family as an owner. Um, same thing with the coach and players. But, overall, winning is, it's the most important thing. Anyway, 
This has been a debatable question, but I think it's a question that is not an opinion question anymore. I think it's a fact. The best quarterback of 2019. And people are still saying, I'm not, no disrespect to you, but people are still saying, saying Patrick Mahomes. I mean, Patrick Mahomes is definitely an... I've never seen, well, yeah, I've seen, I've never seen a player play that dynamic. And remember, he had that pop kneecap, and he had that uh, ankle injury earlier in the year. That's why he got only 26 touchdown passes. Say he wouldn't have had those injuries, he would have gotten at least 30, 35. But people are still saying that Mahomes is the best quarterback. Defensive, last year as a first year, well, not first year, but the first time playing quarterback, defensive ends, the whole defense did not know about this kid. They just thought, oh, he's not he's not a big deal. And what did Mahomes do? He, get, he threw 50 touchdowns on everyone. All right? So now this year, they in the offseason, every NFL team studied Mahomes that they were have to play, especially the um, AFC uh, West. 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 The Broncos, the Chargers, and the Raiders studied him. And now what do they do? They dominate against him. Well, not dominate, but he was a lot worse than he was last year. So I don't think he's the best quarterback in football. I think he's among the best. But there's no question for us who the best quarterback is. Lamar freaking Jackson. 36 touchdowns, 41, 41 touchdowns combined. Have you ever seen a player Play that dynamic in the NFL, Tom. Not a, not to this uh, ridiculous level. I think he's. Uh, sure I mean, he's running screen plays like a running back. Yeah, he's got a lot of versatility. But let's see how it translates to playoff football. Right, that's the one thing we haven't seen yet is can he take this team on a Super Bowl run? Can he beat Ryan Tannehill? And, and uh, oh, go ahead, go Tan- ahead. No, Tannehill has definitely uh, reasserted himself as a promising QB. But uh, I think it's going to come down to the to the to the Chiefs and the Ravens. Just because the Titans are nine and seven and the Chiefs are fourteen and two, doesn't mean that Ravens. the Ravens are a better team than the Titans. Because the Titans have been seven and three, Ravens have been a nine and zero in the past. Wait, Ravens have been ten and zero. Uh, Celtics, I mean, Titans have been not seven and three. If a ten and zero team goes against a seven and three team. Just because they have a better record, they're still like an even team. So, you could go either way. Well, the, you could look at the on-field talent, but definitely both teams are headed in the right direction, and uh, it'll be decided this weekend. Yes, at 8-15. Anyway, best top, move to the best topic. Um, by the way, do you, th- and then, do you think Lamar Jackson is the best quarterback in the NFL? Uh, this year he has been, yeah. All right, so we move topics to our second to last. Reason for the Yankees' failure in the playoffs. Why? I mean, they're di- They're just dominating in the postseason. But they're absolutely horrible in the playoffs. I mean, they play like the Orioles do in the regular season, like they do in the postseason. Now, why is that reason? I've been putting my head on, the, on those. I've been looking at stats, and I wonder, why? Do they let the pressure get to them? I don't know. But what is the reason? Anything goes in playoff baseball. The best teams normally don't even win. 
I think uh, the baseball is such a unique sport that in a five-game span or a seven-game series, you, you may not always you, so a hitter may hit a slump, uh, a pitcher may not find his groove, and things could just uh, not go the way you expect. In the regular season, you could course correct that over 162 games when the playoffs. Unless you're clicking on all cylinders, it could it could blow up in your face. Anyway, to our last topic. Most important one for next year for the Eagles. It's the Giants and the Cowboys. Are they going to be a threat? Be I mean, Joe yeah. Judge, or I forget his first name, was just hired as Giants head coach, and Mike McCarthy was hired as Dallas head well, coach. Well, I'll be the jury on Judge. I'll, I'll believe it when I see it. I think these teams are grappling. The Cowboys, I think, will be, again, in the conversation. Uh, but but uh, I think the Redskins are quite a bit away. I think uh, the Giants... They have some dynamic talent, but they got to keep the turnovers down. But again, you got to prove it. You got to prove they it before better, you call it. They need a better offensive line too. Overall, that's probably the worst offensive line in football. Yeah, yeah, but they'll they'll take steps to improve it. So um, we'll, uh, we'll we'll catch you next year uh, opening day for the NFL season. Well, thanks everyone for watching. Sud- well, listening to sudden death for rem- we're on back Friday. We're only on on weeknights except for Thursday. We'll see you Friday. Well, you'll hear us Friday back on Anchor. I'm Cody Hoover along here with Tom Hoover. Thank you for listening to Sudden Death.